with us today uh, is Kasper Stockfish from Voyens in Denmark. Welcome to the uh, Swedish Junior Hockey Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Scandlux, your home for Scandinavian luxury products for the U.S. market. You can find us at scandlux.com. Thank you, Jacob. Happy to be here. Great. Well, trying to expand this a little bit and become a little bit more international in our focus and uh, thought it'd be cool to kind of talk about the differences between the different Nordic systems between Norway, Finland, Denmark, Sweden, but then also some other junior programs uh, in the, in Europe. Um, And, you know, how does that compare to Sweden? How does that compare to Canada and, and, and the U S especially now when we're just finished up junior uh, worlds and so you see these programs that are popping up and, and, um, and how they are. So why don't we start with, tell us a little bit about Casper. Who are you? <laughs> yeah, my name is Casper Starkvist. I'm 27 years old. I've been coaching now for the last eight seasons. Um, I've been in Boynes uh, all my life as a coach. I was two years in, in Sweden where I played for uh, HV71. Uh, for the U, uh, U18 program. Then I got back home and uh, had some time in the second highest league in Denmark and and played, I think it was 25, 30 games in the best uh, Danish league before uh, I had to retire. Unfortunately, I had uh, six concussions in four years. So uh, the decision wasn't mine, but it was made for me kind of. But well, uh, yeah. I- some I've got elite prospects as usual open, and and that was going to be my first question. As a kind of a abrupt, uh, you know, one, two, three, four seasons in the in the Danish international play, and at different, you know, U seventeen, U eighteen, U nineteen, U twenty, and then nothing. Yeah, <laughs> and then you go scroll a little bit further down, and it goes straight into coaching. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, Hockey has always been a big part of my life, and I, I really never had a, any kind of plan B. I always knew I wanted to work with hockey, and it just got a little bit different than I, different than I was expecting it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm really happy to be coaching now. But it was it was tough in the start. I, yeah. I didn't plan, plan on on quitting that early. But uh, well, tell me a little bit about Voyance because um, Denmark small country everybody knows Copenhagen and the little Havifru and the Danishes <laughs> yeah. uh yeah. not a lot of people we we had Eric Wikström from Umeå on that is now assistant coach in um Hello. yes and he first uh, I think that's the second tour he's done in Denmark yeah there. he actually coached in Mainz he, he was my coach when I played U17 oh really yeah yeah it's such a small world um he was, I got connected with him because he for, has been a, a, a coach in Lexon during the hockey school. And that's where I grew up and yeah. uh, such a small world. Um, but if you're really talking about a, a small world, you got to Den- Denmark, for those who don't know, it's a, not the biggest country in the world. No, that's for sure. That's for sure. And Voyens is a, is a small city. We only have, I think there's 5,500 people living in Voyens. So actually, our hockey rink can host the entire city for a game. So that's, uh, that's kind of fun. <laughs> and there's two rinks there, right? Yeah, yeah. We got we got a small ring, a practice ring, and then we got the the big arena. Um, 
and kind of Boynes is known for hockey. Uh, we have a bit of speedway and we have a bit of football, but it's always been hockey that's been the big thing in Boynes. So I have to admit, um, full transparency, I looked it up and I typed in Voyens Wikipedia and it said it's a railroad town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it is. what it, that's what it says on Wikipedia. It's kind of like one main street and then just a lot of houses around. It's <laughs> awesome. It's awesome. So, um, and Voyens. So, so let's talk about where Voyens is in the league and how the league is structured. Let's talk first at the Metal Liga. Yeah. Uh, so, for those who don't know. Yeah, the Metal Liga is uh, is nine clubs. Um, Boyens is, is in the southern part of Denmark. It's actually, it's 25 minutes from the German border. So uh, we have the longest trip. So when we go to northern uh, Denmark in Frederickshavn, we have a four hour bus trip. And then if we play the Copenhagen teams, it's three and a half hours. So nothing so those, compared to Finland and Sweden. <laughs> yeah, so everybody else that are listening said, terrible. What a terrible trip, four <laughs> yeah. hours. Very long trip, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and you're currently, so when I'm looking you up on 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 your, on both LinkedIn, uh, which I use a lot, and Elite Prospects, which I use a lot, uh, busy time, you are head coach for U17, yeah. U20, and the general manager for the club. Yeah, and I'm also in charge of all our morning programs. So, uh, yeah, I don't have a lot of spare time. <laughs> Yeah, so the, you must have been absent from one of the meetings or something, and then you got voted in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, like he will do it. <laughs> something like that, yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's fun, but but it's a lot of hours, but uh, but I enjoy it a lot. It's, it's been a tough, a bit tough here in the start. I just, uh, me and my girlfriend just had a baby. Uh, oh, a son congratulations. Here. Thank you. Six weeks ago, so it's been tough being away from home so much, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm slightly adjusting now. Oh, that's great. That's great. I hope everything uh, is well with the baby and, and, and acclimatization of that. So, um, so general manager, so you're the general manager of, of Voyance overall club? Yeah, yeah, for the entire the junior department and youth club. Okay, so they have a separate general manager for the, for the men's team. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We have... Uh... The junior, uh, the junior and the youth department is called Voins Isaac Club, and then okay. we have the senior team called Sønderjyske Elite Sport. Okay, I'm not gonna sp spell that, but oh, that's tough. That's tough. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's actually they have ice hockey, handball, and and football. They tried to make it like a, they took the whole like you have Smaland in Sweden, you have Skåne, yeah. our district, and tried to to create a team on, on in each sport. Okay. It has been like that since uh, 20, uh, 2006. Okay. So you have youth. What? When do? When does the youth program start for for the kids there? What the smallest, age? Uh, we have a U U seventeen, which is the smallest. But we we're recruiting players from from yeah whenever they're ready to start. We have uh, mainly we have a one recruitment day every month, and then okay. it's always access uh, there's always access for new players coming in and trying to practice with the with our use uh, u7 team what about the younger ages u10 u12 do you have that in voyance uh, yeah yeah we have part of voyance yeah i can't we have u7 u9 u11 u13 u15 u17 and then the u20 it's which is called talent league okay and are you part of that 
U9 through U, U15 as well, or is that somebody else that manages that? We have, we have another head coach uh, signed to take care of 11, 13, and 15. And then we have two volunteer coaches running seven and nine. Okay, awesome. So uh, the in Sweden, you have youth hockey, then they move into uh, – juniors and then you have the adults and i'm assuming so that sounds similar to denmark yeah. sweden yeah. yeah how does the school system so of course in in sweden you have uh once you graduate from ninth grade they go into gymnasium for three years and then they go into university or you know may or may not be associated with but the with the university i mean the uh gymnasium system with Hockey gymnasiums in Sweden is so, so important. Yeah. And that transition from U15, U16, and then going into juniors, how does that compare in Denmark? It's somehow similar in Denmark. You actually, when you graduate from ninth grade, you have the chance to take 10th grade, 10th grade. You can choose if you want or if you don't. And then you can go straight to the gymnasium afterwards. So some, some guys maybe feel like, okay, my ninth grade it didn't go as well as I wanted to. I'm going to take 10, the, the 10th grade, get a year younger and then start in school. Um, but that, that's actually the, the only difference. As soon as they leave the ninth grade, they, they have the possibility to come to, to attend our hockey gymnasium and be a part of that. And you have that in Voyance? Yeah, we have that in Voyance. Yeah. Okay. Right so now we have 14 players in it. Okay. And are you involved in that as well? Or is that separate from the club? That's uh, that's our that's that's a club project. I'm uh, I'm leading that project as well. Okay, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and how so? The Swedish gymnasium system has the local and the national program. So you have the 24 or so national NIU uh, gymnasiums. Yeah. So is that how you ended up in HV71? Yeah, I I ended up there after my ninth grade. I had a I had a tryout there when I when I went to school still. Then I went over to to doing my studies, but I had to to go back home after the two years, and then I continued with my studies in Denmark. Okay, so how does that work in Denmark? Do you do you have different uh, national uh, like the the equivalent of the NIU's, and then you have some that are smaller? Yeah, yeah, you, we have we have a lot of different programs in Denmark. Actually, too many to count. <laughs> Okay. Players say I go to I have this program and this program. It's 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 tough sometimes to to figure out uh, when the times are. But when they attend, they had the chance to either attend business school or like more of a general uh, gymnasium. Yeah. Um, which is mainly focused on language and, and mathematics and physics and and that. Then of course it's the business side of it, and then we have the the more like the carpenter the electrician the, the vocational the yeah the vocational schools yeah so i'm curious uh you know it, it just seems like that denmark has has gotten on the mark you know when i was growing up i'm 47 just to just to be able to tell my age i'm a little older than you are but back then denmark was not necessarily on the on the front page of hockey but um but now with they've 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 really developed some really good players um yeah. in the nhl and 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 so so 
walk me through kind of how it works. The really good players, what's the typical development? When do they, um, because you have a different levels of, of the different clubs in, if you compare it internationally, when do they seek themselves out of the juniors and, and, and so on from Denmark? Yeah. It, it, they kind of got two roads ahead of them. Usually you see players, they leave for Sweden when they turn 16 and take the gymnasium way. Yeah. But, but then at the same time, you have players who's starting to, to play at the senior league already as 16 year olds. We have, uh, we have a few, had a few guys last year. They, I think they got the first game as 15 year olds uh, in Rødovre. Um, one of the guys moved to Sweden afterwards. One of the guys is staying and, and playing senior hockey. And it's, it's all it's always what's best to do play in a high high junior league or start playing against men. That's that's often the the hard decision. But I think if if we look back five eight years, Denmark sent more players to Sweden than they do now, um, or at least uh, it was more of the higher higher programs in Sweden they send the players to. Yeah, uh, that's something we felt and when. When we play in the in the U20, the talent league, you see some players they go and play U18 Division One, which which is a good league. But is it better to play U18 Division One or U20 and maybe practice with an elite team? That's always the the big conversation here. Yeah. So what are you seeing? Uh, so now being so you're seeing U17 and U. So is there a is there a so what? Is U seventeen is going to be sixteen and seventeen year olds? Yeah, yeah, and and sometimes younger, sometimes younger as well. Yeah, we usually take up a few of the good guys. Yeah, and they get a chance to play there. And are they? Is that the year before they go to gymnasium, or is that some of them that are in gymnasium too? When they start U seventeen, that's when they fi- finish the ninth grade. They okay. they're attending ninth grade, and then first year of gymnasium, they they are still a part of U seventeen. Okay. And then they may, some of them may leave and some of them may stay, but then you're also recruiting from, from the outside to come for the, for the J20. Yeah. Yeah. Both for the U17 and, 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 uh, and U20, we, we are recruiting players from the outside. I'm so fortunate that we have a, uh, we work together with a border school uh, who is, which is in this town. So we have players coming, living on the school, attending school and getting uh, the meals there and everything. And they have the chance to take nine and 10th grade there. Yeah. So that's so, a nice recruitment platform. So how does it, how many of the, of the, the higher skilled players at that level at J 17 or U 17 um, I'm used to saying J J <laughs> versus U because that's kind of how it is in Sweden, but yeah. How many of them get the chance to practice with the adult teams and 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 play or is it more that the they have the chance to practice with the U20s more the chance the to, to go with the U20s in the in the start and then hopefully if they're talented enough they'll get the chance in the in the Metal Liga. Okay. So you have some that are 17 year olds that also could play in the Metal Liga? We have yeah we had the this in the preseason here we had uh, we had four guys getting the first game. Two guys on 16, one on 17, and one on 19. Okay. Uh, and plus, we had five different players besides those practicing with the team. 
So, which I think is a huge difference here in, in North America, both Canada and, and the US, they're pretty much stuck with one team. Yeah. The system doesn't allow, which I think is a huge um, uh, advantage in Europe where you have the ability to just float up and down, practice, play, and you can, if you're talented, you can you can get as much or as little ice time as, as you possibly can. Yeah. Um, and, and then, you know, uh, certainly people are going to try to move to a, always try to move to a, to a, a higher level, more competition, more visibility to try to, uh, everybody of course wants to make it to the NHL of and, course. Yeah. and, uh, and, and that's kind of the, 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 the steps in the ladder. What's so, so you mentioned one of the unique, uh, aspects of danish hockey tell us about that yeah it's uh, and i think where the, the it's the only place in the world where the structures like that are the league which is rated the second highest in denmark that's the u20 league we do have a, a senior league called the first division yeah but that's rated below the u20 league and we actually did that change um, i think it was four years ago uh We've been struggled a bit with maintaining the players in the in the systems, and and we tried to change it up, and and we talked a lot about why invest players in why invest so much money in players who already had played on the elite team, and now they just want to have fun with hockey compared to why not invest them in in the young guys who's trying to achieve the the Metal Liga. Yeah, no, so that's yeah, awesome. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, I think it's it's worked out well. It's. You, you saw that all the clubs had to adjust in the start and, and maybe the, the the level of the league wasn't as high as, high as we hoped in the beginning. But this season now, seeing just a preseason, it's, it's way more competitive than it was for a, a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, the, J, uh, the, the, the junior, uh, at the national team at the junior, are they in the B division? Or yeah, they... B division, so they're, yeah. But they're kind of teetering there where they're, they're always trying to yeah, yeah. move up in, 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 into the A division um, yeah. as well. And, and uh, it's so – it all depends on who they get. If they can get – if they can keep a couple of those players, that may – Yeah, that may help. <laughs> that may help. Yeah. Well, I want to I want to round it out. Here's an interesting uh, question that I always wanted to ask, especially since you are – uh, you know, you, you've had several years as a coach, but you're still close enough to when you were playing. And of course, with experience and age, you get wiser and wiser. But what are two to three things as a coach now that you wish you could, if you had uh, 10 years younger, Casper um, Stockfish kind of sitting in front of you <laughs> that you would want to tell him uh, that you know now that you wish he would have known 10 years ago when you were 17. Yeah, for sure. One of the big things for me was when I moved from Denmark to Sweden, I was used to being the go-to guy for the coach. I played 25 minutes every game. I played on the PP, the PK, first line, everything. And then you go to Sweden and, and fuck, you have 20 players who's – better or just as good as you are and that was that was tough for me in the beginning and I, I wish that my coaches or 
my dad who worked in hockey back then maybe had spent more time in talking about that. Uh, the how, adjustment, the adjustment, and 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 how to to handle it when when it got tough because it, it was tough for me. That's that's for sure. Um, that that was that was that's probably the main thing for me. All right. What about one B? Give me another one. One B. Play faster. Uh, you you see hockey getting faster and faster all the time, and and I probably wasn't the fastest guy. I like to have the puck and 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 do something with the puck, and 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 that was probably had helped had helped me a lot if I if I tried to push my skating ability when I was younger. Yeah. So what about um, now? Since you're coaching both youth 17 and 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 U20, where do you see um, the development going in in Denmark in general, and um, and and with your teams specifically? What's where's it going? I see a lot of guys who's struggling with a lot of competition. It's it's hard for for the players now uh, nowadays. I think uh, handling the competition and 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 when it doesn't go as they want it to, um, that that that's really tough for them, and that's something we we spend a lot of time working with the players. But I, but you see the players, they they play faster, they play smarter, and and you see the guys playing more physical than they did for let's say five or eight years ago. You start to see a little bit of old school hockey in in the new guys coming up, and and, and I like that guys who can play a little bit with the muscles. Yeah. So that's the stamp that you're uh, that you're uh, pushing a little harder on for for these guys in this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, uh, always <laughs> hit hard when you have the time. Yeah, for sure. And and you see the guys. To me, passing is a big issue, um, and receiving a pass on your backhand. It's to me that's the most underrated skill in hockey. That's that's the ability to pass and take every puck with you when you receive the pass. Yeah. And that, that's a big thing that we work we are working on right now. Well, I think it's exciting. I mean, I think I'm glad that we connected. I think that uh, with your background, not a lot of people have the ability to to get in the coaching ranks as as early as you have. You've gotten an enormous amount of uh, on the job experience right away. Uh, the future is bright. Uh, my my. Uh, encouragement to you is going to be, you know, number one, take care of your family, but but continue to to work hard, and uh, uh, the fright the the, the future is bright for sure. Thank you, thank you. Well, we're going to wrap it up, and uh, going to try to keep these episodes a little shorter than I have in the past, and uh, just so appreciate taking the time, and uh, we'll release this here pretty quick, um, and uh, and and hopefully people can get more and more interested in Danish junior hockey and also the Metalliga go to, if there's a, what's the, if they want to get in touch with you, what's the best, what's the easiest way to, to look you up? They can always find me on LinkedIn or Facebook. Then just hit me with a, with a message. I'm pretty, uh, pretty quick to respond on them. Yeah. Awesome. Let's stay in touch. We will. Thank you so much. <laughs>